Hey there, I'm Joanne Tambrakis, and this is Marketing, Mindfulness, and Martinis. Unfiltered conversations, or as I like to say, opinions shaken, not stirred, on what's changing and what's not in business and in life as we enter into the next normal. So pour yourself your beverage of choice, and let's get to it. I am really excited today. This is my 20th episode since launching this podcast. 20 episodes. Yay me. And a huge thank you to all of my guests that have joined this podcast since launch back in, I guess it was the end of August. I have not podfaded. That thing that happens when someone starts a podcast, records an episode or two, is inconsistent in publishing new episodes and or realizes that a podcast is a piece of content and requires a bit of time and effort in order for anyone to listen to it. I get it. But here's some interesting data. There are estimated 1,750,000 podcasts in the United States alone, and that number is growing. Yes, it might seem as if every Tom, Dick, and Harriet has a podcast now, But compare this with blogging. According to Statista, there are 31.7 million bloggers, and there is always room for one more. If. And this is a big if. It's good content. There's an audience for it, and it's published consistently, which has been my goal since the beginning. Now, my blog, on the other hand, has suffered greatly. But that's another story for another time. As a one-woman show, there is just so much time and effort I will put into something not earning me money, at least not directly earning me any money. And since neither is a direct pipeline to my bank account, the majority of my attention is on what is most fun at the moment during a time when we all really need some fun, which is this podcast. But as usual, I digress. One of the Other interesting pieces of data I learned from my research is that three of four podcast listeners are listening to learn new things, which brings me to today. Now, this may be new for some of you. It might be humorous for others who, like me, continue to be both amazed and often incensed at all the invitations one gets to connect on LinkedIn. So in honor of this podcast milestone, I thought it would be very appropriate to make this a solo episode and go on what I am certain is going to be a bit of a rant. What I want to talk about today is connecting with strangers on platforms like LinkedIn, what business folks like to call lead generation, what many of those who reach out to me on this platform claim is networking. Now, I have some expertise in this area, having spent my corporate career selling and my solopreneur solopreneur career, I can always trip on that word, expanding my client base, I am well-versed in how to go about this. And I will pat myself on the back and say, I'm pretty good at it. And as we used to say in the old days, have a big Rolodex, even though my Rolodex doesn't really exist except in an electronic form. And for those listening young enough to not know what a Rolodex was, it was this desktop card index thingamajiggy that sat on your desk and kept all your contacts on it, and it would literally roll on a spindle. But rather than just give you a list of tips and tricks, I decided that I would go to my LinkedIn connection inbox, which currently has 88, yes, 88 invitations I have not responded to yet. 
and use them to make my point. As my NYU colleague, Todd Churches, who was on the podcast on episode five, said, he learned how to be a great leader from all the bad bosses he worked for. So I'm going to read from this pile of examples of what not to do in the hopes it will illustrate what we should do. I'll start with one of my biggest pet peeves on this subject, the invitation to connect without a personal message. I would say that of those 88 invites, more than half had no message. Nothing. Nada. That's like walking down the street, going up to a stranger and saying, hey, be my friend. You don't know who I am or why you would want to, but be my friend anyway. Here's the thing about networking. It is about one human connecting with another. Yes, we are all looking, or at least we should be looking, to build our personal brands and connect with people who might help us advance our business or our careers. But we can't take the human out of it. So I'm going to start reading some of these examples, see what you all think. Here's my first. Hi, Joanne. I'll be direct. Okay, already I'm not interested. That's like going on a first date and saying, I'll be direct. I want to get married. Not, I want to get to know you. I want to get married. They're already going for the close. We help digital agencies bring in two to five new clients each month. We provide a minimum number, often 25 or 50, of quality leads with an average close rate of around one in five. If this is how they're getting leads, I'm not impressed. In some cases, we'll even guarantee you make a sale. Would you be up for a chat? Okay, this is the real kicker. Now, as someone who sold professionally for 25 years, I will tell you there is no such thing as a guaranteed sale. You could have the best lead in the world and still not be able to close it. For a myriad of reasons, which is an an entirely different story from the one I want to tell today. Hi, Joanne. As a founder... A founder, not the founder, a founder and chief storyteller at One Woman's Eye Digital First Marketing and Sales Consulting and Training. My first thought is really need to, I really need to shorten up my title, but it's already clear that they pulled this from a search. I'm sure you're dealing with rapid growth and ever increasing costs for marketing. Well, you've overcome this in a few ways using IBM Watson's powerful AI algorithm. Would you? Okay. And then it just stops. They don't even finish the sentence. Okay, so I don't know how this, if, if they were using that AI algorithm to write this email, it's not a very good, not much evidence that it's all that terrific. Joanne, impressed by your agency's work. Okay, what might be nice here is telling me something, preferably something honest and sincere about why you're impressed. It might also be nice if there was another sentence in that email. Joanne, just wrapped up a long project for an agency going after similar clients to yours. I know things are crazy right now, but hope we can chat sometime. Okay, so why, why, why would I want to chat with you? Some of these remind me of the person who would come to a Chamber of Commerce event with a stack of business cards and just hand them out to anyone standing in front of them in the hopes that something was going to stick. We used to call this spray and pray. Now, I'm not sure I can read this next one without laughing, so bear with me. Hi, Joanne. We make customer explainer videos, engaging, relevant, on-point videos that explain that thing you need to explain. Our animated explainer videos 
Help reach your goal in plain, <laughs> explainish. <laughs> reply me, not, not reply to me, reply me if you'd like to chat about this. Okay, I did it. I made it through. One thing that is clear is that this person has never heard of Grammarly, which is, if you're not familiar, a lovely online free tool that can run a quick spelling check and grammar check on anything you're writing online. And it would have picked up the overuse of the word explain. Okay, next up, we have a private investor. I kid you not. Hi, Joanne. I'm a private investor and I focus on investing in and buying owner-managed small to medium-sized marketing agencies. If your business fits that profile or you can point me in the right direction, I'd like to connect. So I'm guessing if it doesn't basically fit this connection, then this is screw you and I'm on my way. But besides that, now I can tell you enough to know that I'm not a professional private investor, but what I do know is that if you're looking for businesses to invest in, it's always good to determine in advance if it's a business, if the business fits before you reach out to the business. Okay, I get a lot of variations on this next one. Hi, Joanne, your profile caught my eye and I thought we should connect. I'm always on the lookout for people who do amazing work. Okay, what I always want to know is what caught your eye and what about what I do do you think is so amazing? Now, being kind and generous in your approach is not something you want to be stingy about when you're trying to make new connections. When you're trying to expand your network or generate leads, that's what we're doing. We're looking for points of connection. None of us wants to feel we're being sold to. None of us. Now, call me crazy because I assume, but I do assume, that no matter what business you might be in, you have some knowledge of how to market. Because in reality, lead generation is part of the marketing umbrella, especially in B2B. Based on that assumption, you would know that personalization is a buzzword these days. We all want to feel seen. But beyond that, we're talking basic human social skills here. Do you really think in a world where we are all feeling so disconnected, not to mention socially isolated, that any of these approaches is going to work? And here's another good one. Hello, Joanne. I work with real estate professionals, helping them grow their business with digital marketing. Would you be open to connecting? Okay, now I'm not sure how I made it on this person's search, but real estate, what makes you think I'm in real estate? Because I had a vice president of Halstead Brown Stevens, my friend Vince Rocco on episode one of the podcast. Or is it because you want to help me with digital marketing? In which case it might help to actually read my profile and see what I do before you send out an email blast. Here's another beauty. Hi, Joanne. Are you looking to close more contracts? We provide you with sales reps that reach out to your ideal customers every day. We pitch your services and then book qualified meetings directly to your calendar, like an appointment setting team. Okay, so this one must have used up her word count on messaging to leads on LinkedIn because <laughs> she had to abbreviate appointment. But beyond that, if this is an example of how you go about pitching my services, I would want no part of it if I actually needed that service. Now, you might think I'm being picky about things like grammar and spelling and using abbreviations, but this is a first impression. First impressions do count. We live in a world full of distractions. And while our attention spans might have shriveled to less than that of a goldfish, 
We also have the capacity to binge eight episodes of our favorite new Netflix series in a day and a half. Trust me, I'm speaking from experience here. So when we give people something intriguing or interesting or something that just says, hey, I did my homework here and this is why we should talk, we might actually pay attention. A couple more here. There's the one that wants to write content for me, but apparently missed that I do that in my bio. And then the ones, and I get a lot of variations of this, who say, and I quote, I know you get thousands of these a day, and I don't want to waste your time. This will be quick. Pinky promise. And then proceeds to waste my time. What's happening here is what I call an over-reliance on services like LinkedIn Sales Navigator which while I do not use myself, I hear is a very good product and I'm sure it is. But that said, typing in a search and using some keywords and then pulling the list and sending out an email blast is not going to open any doors for you, nor is it going to add to your network. That list can be very helpful, but it is a starting point, which happens to be true of all data. It informs. And from there, you do more research. If indeed you're really interesting in making a connection, it's when you let the data drive your actions without adding humanity that we get into trouble. Whether you really just want to grow your network or have something to sell, you need to approach this as a human being. Now, here's an example of how to do it right that I got recently. Have been listening to your marketing, mindfulness, and martinis podcast and wanted to connect. One of my goals for the year was to find a professional podcast that I actually wanted to sit and listen to, and this is such a great fit for me. So what happened here is that she tapped into my sweet spot, which is this podcast, and complimented me. Plus, it was such a refreshing change from all the cookie-cutter approaches. I checked her profile, saw she was a marketer with a journalism background, and had a nice smile in her profile pic. My reply how could I not accept an invitation to connect with a message like that? Delighted you're enjoying the podcast. She answered back, thanks. I'm only a few episodes in, but I like it a lot. I love hearing other perspectives and it ties in nicely with both being a marketer and being human. So this was more proof she actually listened. My reply, that's my goal, which it really is. That's always been my goal with, with this podcast is to be human at the same time we're talking about marketing and, of course, mindfulness and a little martinis here and there. A few days later, she sent me this. Good morning. I have been, as I've been sitting and thinking about how great it was that you responded so kindly, I was wondering if you would ever be open to having a virtual coffee. I'm kind of edging towards the midpoint of my career, and I've been doing a lot of mentoring to college students as they head into their careers, and I realize I never really had that, which is why I do it now. I still don't have that. I started as a journalist and transitioned into marketing, so I just love all the parts of the written word. I'd love to be able to talk even one time one-on-one to have a conversation. I completely understand if you're busy or not interested but we will never get what we want unless we ask. Thank you for your time. Now I get a lot of requests for my time and I usually reply with an invoice for my hourly rate. (laughs) However, in this case, because of this genuine approach, the points of connection, writing, marketing, my podcast, 
we made a virtual coffee date just because I could. What this woman did was stand out from the crowd. And because of that, we both have a new connection. Will we ever do business together? I have no idea. Might we connect each other with some, someone pivotal at some time in the future? Could be. The difference with this email from all the others that bombard my inbox is that it was real. Even if she didn't really like my podcast, she had done enough homework to convince me otherwise. It's not that hard to go beyond checking off leads from a printout. When I finished reading Sanan Aral's brilliant new book, The Hype Machine, How Social Media Disrupts Our Elections, Our Economy, and Our Health, which I highly recommend, after I had written my Amazon review, I sent him an invitation to connect with a note telling him how much I enjoyed it and how I had added it to my required reading in my social media in the brand class at NYU. All true statements. He accepted my connection and sent me a thank you within a day. We had points of connection, both professors, teaching marketing, and a few mutual people in common. Was there a direct purpose behind my request? No. I was just being generous. I wanted him to know how much I enjoyed his book. But that is the thing about expanding your networks. It proves most fruitful when you're being human about it and staying open to possibility. Most business and business connections still happen through some version of word of mouth whether it is through social media or a referral. The key is to make it personal. And by doing so, you stand out. And instead of someone like me hitting the ignore button, a new connection can be born. That's it. End of rant. Thank you for listening. I hope you will continue. Thanks so much for listening to Marketing Mindfulness and Martinis. If you liked what you heard, please share with your friends. Give us a rating on iTunes or Spotify so other people can find us and hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. If you've got a question you'd like answered or a topic you'd like me to cover, please drop me a note. Info at joannetombrakis.com. And until next time, remember... Whatever got you to where you are isn't enough to keep you there.